Hello everyone and uh, welcome to yet another exciting episode of Noll Bytes uh, where we bring you real problems in implementing IT projects and talk about the latest um, in the emerging technologies arena. Uh, today uh, we are going to focus uh, on data science and the world of artificial intelligence and machine learning which has been one of the fascinating streams of emerging technologies. Uh, it, it's quite startling uh, uh, to note that the roots of AI, you know, but goes um, almost eight decades back, uh, you know, in 1940s and, and 50s, when, when a handful of scientists from a variety of fields uh, began to discuss the possibility of creating an artificial uh, brain. And since then, there has been significant work uh, being done within the field of AI across various streams like neural networks, um, natural language processing, computer vision, uh, robotics, and, and many more, right? Uh, so today, every time you open your uh, Facebook uh, uh, newsfeed, for example, or do a Google search or, or, or get a product recommendation from, from Amazon or book a trip online, AI is actually lurking in the background. Uh, so we see all pervasiveness of um, AI applications uh, with multifarious examples, you know, be it, be it um, uh, manufacturing robots or smart assistants uh, or healthcare management system, right, in the current uh, COVID scenario. Uh, or automated, you know, financial investing or natural language, language processing and many more. Um, so thus, uh, you know, in this, uh, you know, given context, uh, um, you know, it is, it, is, it is apt to basically uh, get the people who actually, uh, you know, been, been involved and, in you know, talk to the team of uh, brilliant engineers who breathe in day in and day out and they produce, um, you know, algorithms that form the backbone of AI applications. Uh, so today it's great to have uh, Shubham and Pranjot uh, from uh, MachineX team at Noldus, uh, and they specifically focus uh, on data science practice and, and have been involved in in multiple implementations to solve for business problems. Uh, welcome, Shubham and Pranjot. Right, thank you. Thank you Thanks. for inviting us. Yeah. Thanks, Ethan, for having us. So, so my first question to you, you Shubham, is that you know there there, there is a lot of hype uh, you know around data science practice. Uh, so while most organizations want to adopt uh, emerging technologies, uh, they don't know where to begin, right? Uh, so there are a lot of frameworks out there, you know, some are more theoretical, uh, but the real challenge comes in the implementation. So what is your advice to organizations on how to begin this journey, especially in current times, which has, which has forced the organizations to adapt to new technologies faster now? Uh, yes, Atul, like... Uh... Right now, it's uh, it's like high time to adapt these technologies, and it's in basic need for most of the uh, businesses right now. But a question that uh, uh, which which uh, there are a lot of framework of AI and machine learning right now. So where uh, from where to start? So uh, currently, uh, most of the organization the, what they are doing they are uh, mapping this data science and machine learning thing with existing software development and software engineering. Uh, tasks, but uh, uh, data science and artificial intelligence is something uh, beyond development, because in data science, or uh, if we talk about a person who is uh, working on data science or machine learning on AI, uh, you can see a designation called data scientist. So uh, their their uh, scientist itself means uh, researching uh, on something. And uh, uh, in a data science project or machine learning project, the one of the major uh, major task is to research on something. Uh, so uh, on what we should research, uh, we should research on the data uh, from the business domain. And uh, uh, one of the major tasks uh, uh, in initializing any project or any task 
uh, of data science or machine learning is to understand the particular domain. So uh, basically, most of the time, uh, an, uh, an organization or group should invest in these two steps. First, uh, the, to get to know about the data insights or the data stories behind the data of uh, the particular domain, and to understand uh, what exact what exactly that domain is. So uh, basically, uh, what we will uh, get from these steps, uh, we will have a knowledge about what we want to do and. Uh, uh, what we have uh, to perform on. So on, on which kind of data or what kind of data we have to perform that machine learning on AI. And then we can uh, focus on frameworks, which framework we want to use. So there are different uh, frameworks right now, like uh, TensorFlow, PyTorch, uh, MXNet, and uh, Scikit-Learn for machine learning or com for computer vision, we can use OpenCV uh, or different other frameworks. So. Uh, According, according to me, like uh, most of the organization are running toward the most popular framework. So uh, currently, the TensorFlow is uh, uh, the most popular uh, AI or deep learning framework. So most of the organization go with that. Just, uh, just implement TensorFlow in our solution, and uh, we will go with that. Uh, if we, if we have a particular accuracy. Uh, on our project, on our task. But the yeah. major thing is to uh, see uh, the reliability of, of that framework. And we have to see the future scope, how our project will uh, like behave or our task will behave uh, in our future. So uh, it's not about to choose a, a popular framework or the most uh, uh, like most in-demand framework, but we have to choose framework according to our uh, use case. All right. So I think that is, that is interesting, Shubham. So I think so data insight, I understand, you know, that it is very important for an organization to have a certain uh, data maturity before you actually take that journey towards, uh, let's say, uh, you know, implementing AI, etc. Because if your data maturity is low, then I think that is what, you know, organization should focus on. But uh, can you please elaborate on um, on the domain side of it? Why is it important to have, you know, strong domain uh, to be a prerequisite for, you know, AI implementation? Uh, okay, like uh, uh, when when we uh, used to start with a data science project or machine learning project, we have some data from uh, our internal team or the external client. So uh, whenever we have a set of data, we start uh, uh, like implement it in our machine learning model or pre-process it or start cleaning that data with removing null values or every uh, every other uh, pre-processing part. But right. uh, uh, sometimes what happen uh, if we if we see that uh, there are many missing value in a particular attribute we used to delete that attribute or remove that attribute because it is not useful for us by understanding the domain uh, suppose uh, we are making a sales forecasting and uh, we have less data or the missing values in the temperature uh, attribute so we used to remove that temperature attribute but uh, when we understand the actual domain or of our uh, like the use case so we know that the the temperature uh, attribute will going to play a huge role in our uh, machine learning model or ai model so uh, we what we can do we can uh, like ask our team to uh, gather uh, the missing values or the missing data in spite of uh, dropping it from our data set yeah so i think that is that is the interesting dimension uh, shubham you have mentioned so it is not just that you need to know how the AI technologies work, but it is equally important to know that which domain you are trying to implement that so that you know what are the 
you know important data set which otherwise you would inadvertently be missing out and therefore you know it might not be uh, very effective for the business model that you are you are, you are predicting so i think uh, so so that's great uh, so that brings me to the second question and this is to you uh, pranjot um, you know so how, how do you uh, go about uh, you know whether a particular business problem uh, is the right candidate uh, for the implementation of ai what are some of the some of the tools that uh, you know being leveraged to breeze through this kind of a problem so uh... Yeah, I, I think uh, I'll just repeat what uh, Shubham has said, right? Uh, so first of all, uh, if we if we know the domain well, right? We uh, like it's it's not like uh, somebody would uh, come up with some problem and like you know uh, we need to build a solution. If I mean that's that would be an easier part. If some businessman comes up with a problem, okay, this I have this problem and I just you know kind of solve it for me. Uh, most of the time, if if that kind of uh, uh, if it is too obvious, then I think we will have a lot of already built-in model uh, in the internet. Uh, most of the time, what happens is that uh, these data scientists are so much uh, like uh, so much into the business domain that they come up with the you know sort of features okay this is something you can do and this is this is what like uh, the uh, you can actually uh, uh, you can implement and your uh, business would be enhanced so one of like you know uh, the conventional way i think uh, I, people are not following it in that uh, that much i guess but um, there is um, i forgot the terminology frankly there is there is a um, a particular way and uh, the tools are also available uh, for that to design the domains pretty well and it, it is it is already used in a lot of uh, different fields uh, where like you know uh, people who are not even data scientists they uh, but they are studying the domain so they capture a lot of information through those tools i forgot the terminology i mean Shubham, if you if you remember yeah, you know you, yeah yeah yes Pranjit, the terminology is ontology yeah, ontology. Yes, yes. So, uh, using the ontology, like you know, this uh, first that that can be a, a like you know that can be a a tool to capture the domain. And there was uh, you you probably Atul, you probably know about the uh, Gartner's uh, this height chart, right? So this uh, ontology and like you know taxonomy, all these things were are still supposed to come. I think after one or two years, I think those would be more on the trend. So uh, those things would be like you know I think if if uh, if a data scientist or a data analyst if if they focus on like uh, capturing the domain um, in those tools I think it it would always be easier for the data scientists to uh, convert them into like you know uh, useful models right and for the like you know when when it comes to the tools I guess right now uh, Python language is kind of has a very stronghold on all kind of uh, frameworks and tools right so I think all the tools that is available uh, those are like you know based on Python and um, I think uh, if it is a stat statistical model right I mean we can also divide the problems in like you know different areas right if it is a statistical model uh, or, or, or we can also like uh, now bring all those deep learning models which are mostly like uh, those are for like uh, 
uh, human behavioral uh, model, I can say I, I'm, I'm not having like the right time for that. So those statistical term, uh, statistical like models, those definitely I think with the scikit-learn and all, uh, which is already available, um, we can use it and like uh, we can do all the uh, like you know we can create models. And yeah, I mean for the pre-processing -pre and all, I think we have a lot of. Uh, tools like uh, pandas and all and there are different algorithms as well which is available to find the uh, like you know correct features and everything and and then like you know uh, when it comes to the deep learning things i think shuam has already mentioned about pytorch and tensorflow so those those things um, i think would be uh, like you know coming to the picture uh, i'm okay. yeah so okay so i think this is great so we are saying that uh, you know increasingly uh, you know, the importance of, um, uh, you know, domain and, and we keep on talking this in the software development, uh, um, you know, function as well that, you know, you need to have a domain driven design, right? So here also we are saying that whatever model that we want to bring on, it's important that to capture uh, all the nitty gritties of that particular domain so that whatever model that you're going to build on top of that you know, will be uh, adequately covering that domain and therefore the efficacy of that, that data model uh, will be much more accurate versus, you know, when we sort of uh, exclude the domain and, and miss out those, uh, you know, critical elements. So so that that sort of, you know, brings me to the next question, uh, Shubham, for you. Um, you know, so what, what, are the, what are some of the key ingredients, you know, for the success of, uh, you know, AI project, uh, you know, especially uh, with regard to high gestation uh, it, because we know that you know once you sort of create a model it takes time for it to self-learn and you know it has got its own gestation model before we can actually increase the accuracy level uh, with regard to prediction uh, so can you describe some of the implementations that you have done and what all measures you have undertaken to to ensure success yeah exactly Atul. like uh, most of the time we have seen that uh, most of the companies they uh, create some machine learning model and it start uh, giving uh, less accuracy with the, with the time. So basically, uh, basically the forecasting models they used to uh, they used to be retrained after a particular time or the time period. So uh, the best thing is to uh, monitoring our machine learning model performance. So most of the most of the people they think that we have created the machine learning model or AI model and our work is finished. But not the the main the, the main uh, work started uh, when you deployed uh, your machine learning model or AI model on production. After that, you have to uh, do some time some kind of testing like A/B testings and uh, like uh, beta testing and everything. And you have to see uh, what kind of performance you, your model uh, is giving. So there are uh, a lot of tools like MLflow and uh, uh, which we are uh, which we are using right now to compare different models. Uh, on their performance and uh, like we we are using different uh, uh, we are using different like uh, uh, matrices to see these evaluations so uh, the major the major part is uh, after deploying our model into production so we have to see the model and we have to see regular what kind of data we are getting uh, uh, we are getting from our services. So uh, a regular a regular watch on our data, which is coming for the model uh, prediction or model training. So uh, this is kind of a like self-learning task our model is doing. We have to uh, we have to gather more data uh, with the time, and we have to train our new model 
uh, on the previous data and the new data and then we have to see that if the if the uh, like uh, current model we have trained uh, is better like has better accuracy than the previous one or not and then we have to switch that with the existing model and uh, uh, basically uh, we have to uh, like we have to uh, see the data like uh, if uh, like uh, with the time uh, with the time that requirement of uh, our customers are also changed with the time like and we have to watch continuously that the feature we have uh, like we had uh, choose previously are still good for our model or not so we have to uh, like uh, uh, we have to keep an uh, eye on that thing also yeah yeah just to oh. add some points to that right um, uh, so i think uh, all the machine learning models nowadays right so it really depends on uh, like the client or like you know, for whom we are actually building it so right now i think there isn't a 100% accuracy model right i think maximum i think we have uh, got around 95% or something so like it really depends uh, if the management uh, decides if they want to go with this model or not and yeah so and and after that i think it's it's all about how the user uh, behaves on the kind of uh, prediction that the model is doing so ultimately like you know it again comes into the all that like you know software development or or the normal uh, business process that happens so it it comes down to that so like you know user might like it or user might not like it so it has to be changed according to that and and i think that that i think drags all the like you know maintenance stuff all all the models and then all those like you know ml flow and uh, this things comes into the picture right so i think uh, yeah so these are you know good insights so we are saying that it is not about just uh, you know the work doesn't really finish when you deploy these ai model but i think the real work starts when you start deploying the model you start uh, you know do the model testing uh, and then you look at um, you know uh, various situations wherein whatever model that you have created does it require any kind of an adjustment etc and then you predict the accuracy uh, you know levels for that because you know a good ai model would be wherein you can actually gradually uh, increase the uh, accuracy level of prediction um, so so that brings to the next question which is you know what are some of the things that the organization you think need to do to ensure that the ai projects you know stay relevant and and um, you know like the way we have seen in some technologies they don't become the victim of you know short term uh, sort of solution so you know with the changing increase in business need there are new you know business scenarios changing you know there are new technologies coming in how do you think the ai you know model that uh, getting implemented they stay relevant what are some of the things that uh, organizations can take care um, uh, of uh, while uh, going through that route so shubham or punjot anyone you can, can take it uh, yes atul like uh, can you once repeat the question again like yeah basically you know what are some of the things that the organization need to do in your view to ensure that the ai projects uh, you know stay relevant and and not become victim of short term solution so you know like there are there is continuous um, uh, you know changes in the business environment as well so how that, those things could be uh, you know can be accommodated in the in the ai, AI model um, you know in a more inherent inherent manner, manner. okay 
Okay, so uh, Dato, uh, I think this question is related to the previous question, question itself. So where we talk about uh, uh, watching our data continuously, uh, whatever it is coming from our customers or our clients. So uh, basically, uh, the thing is to uh, analyze our data uh, regularly. So what kind of data is coming? And the major part here is the, uh, the customer, uh, like what we called it, uh, like uh, understanding the customer behavior is uh, many is much important in this case so uh, we have to see we have to see that what kind of trend it is going on or uh, is there in there is any change in that trend uh, like the, from the previous trend uh, when we created our previous ai model or machine learning model so uh, customer and anticipating is very important here because i remember a quote from the steve jobs so he said that we cannot uh, just ask from our customer what they need we have to deliver them before they ask, uh, before they tell us what they need. So uh, I think customer anticipation is very important in this case uh, to improve our model and uh, uh, like uh, make it a long-term solution and make regular changes in that. Yeah. So I, I think my take would be uh, whatever the models that are getting built and that are like in, you know getting productionized, those the like you know, solution to the problem will be there because it's going to add a huge value it's just that you know how improved it is like you know how what what would be the accuracy everything those things would matter i think uh, like you know new tools new frameworks new techniques new algorithm would come and probably it will it will beat the like the previous uh, uh, previous accuracy like you know percentages and all so uh, i think we uh, so so like you know the all the machine learning solutions should be i think if it, it is going to be beaten it is going to be beaten on the accuracy part but i think it is not going to uh, you know get out of date uh, very easily so that is that is for sure yeah okay no no i think i i i agree i think that is um, you know it's very important to sort of uh, keep on uh, feeding the model so that it can um, you know continue to uh, be more robust um, and sort of uh, can be more beneficial for the business. Um, so, so, so uh, you know, so just the last question, uh, uh, and Pranjot, uh, you know, what are some of the learnings? You guys have implemented a lot of projects. So what are the learnings you, you would like to share on things that, that need to be taken care of from the projects that you've implemented, right? So, so far, we have talked about things that uh, we need to focus on, be it uh, the data enrichment, be it, uh, you know, the data maturity, or be it... Uh, you know the knowledge of domain or um, you know feeding your data model continuously what are the things on the downside which are like general uh, notions and and sort of uh, things that uh, or pitfalls that should be avoided you know when you are actually going through this journey so anyone shubham or pranjot I, I think okay yeah, pranjot so, you want to take this one yeah yeah, yeah uh, so like you want you know, to take this? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. So, uh, Atul, I mean, uh, you said like, you know, what are the, uh, so I, 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 the, can you please uh, repeat the last part? I mean, I, I just like, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah. what are the learnings that, you know, you think you'll, you'll be able to share, um, you know, on the, uh -huh. from the live projects of the project implementations that you have done yeah. that, you know, this should be avoided, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, when we are project implementing such projects. Yeah. So I think, uh, my take would be like, uh, I think we we need to move fast and like you know uh, 
break things and like you know and and like you know fix the things again so even if the model is 70 percent or 80 percent accurate i think we should take it to like you know the customer or user or like uh, and and then like you know at least test uh, like you know uh, observe the things how they are behaving uh, if they are like you know happy with it or not or like you know what what they are expecting even if they're uh, yeah so so like you know that that thing need to be done i mean we shouldn't wait to uh, to reach to a particular like you know uh, uh, like you know percentage and then after that only we uh, really like uh, start working on it so I think uh, at least at least that would be that, that that is something like you know I think uh, one learning that uh, I would I would like to like you know uh, at, at least I, I want to say and second thing I think uh, this field is rapidly changing if you go to all those uh, like uh, university uh, research papers I think you will see rapidly changing I mean everyone is uh, like publishing a new algorithm with some new parameter or new some some new changes and those are like you know changing the accuracy like you know uh, probably in in some points or sometime like you know one percent or two percent and and those things are i think uh, really important to keep track on because uh like you know you never know like you know what percentage at, at what percentage the customers would be satisfied uh and like you know how much how much uh what what kind of target we should have for these models so Staying so, relevant is yeah. yeah. So I just want to interrupt you, Pranjot, on there. So you yeah. mentioned that the accuracy is now changing and obviously getting for better. Is it because that we are now able to get good uh, deep insight on the business? Is it now because we are being more sympathetic to the to actual the you know understanding the business problem and then sort of translating that into into the AI model? So is it is it because we are uh, getting to you know very deep into domain and they, therefore you know we are sort of helping in that is helping in increasing the overall accuracy level domain domain is definitely uh, domain is definitely doing it uh, however the researchers uh, the way right, right now whatever what the trend i see is they are not exactly taking a lot of different data they are really focusing on one particular data for example one paper is published and they have used one data set and uh, they publish it like you know we have reached a new accuracy level so the next one who is working on the same one would take the same data set and they will actually uh, benchmark on that so so things are mostly go in that that direction uh, but yeah i mean uh, and and those those percentages are also again like you know sometime when we use it in the real uh, like data set or real business data set and that that fluctuates so so like yeah. you know yeah so right. it, it it really depends i mean so i think you know you know implementation of any technology solution be it you know ai or anything else it starts with the business problem right so i think in your interactions how important is it to really understand the business side of it understanding the business problem first uh, how much time do you think you know should be spent on that upfront so that you know your ai model runs effect, uh, you know uh, effectively what do, how do you think you know what, what do you think is the um uh, is, is the importance of uh, understanding the business side of it uh, in the first place i think without the domain like you cannot even think about uh, uh like you know creating any model i think business knowledge is absolutely necessary business pro understanding of the business problem is absolutely necessary i mean without that you you're just a i think uh, just a coder who are given some data and you're just doing it i think once you have the domain knowledge 
then you are like you know then you are actually utilizing all the data science uh, concepts and tools and like you know, everything sure sure yeah. shubham anything any last point you want to add yeah i, I think uh, i want to add one point in the last question so the uh, you ask about what other learnings we have uh, from our past experience so this is the common question like uh, people used to ask me like what what is the what uh, what advice you want to give me uh, from your past learnings and what is what is that uh, what is those learning so basically uh, two months before i come up with a quote uh, so i make my own quote that uh, wow. in this world full of accuracy in, in this world full of accuracy efficiency is the key so i think uh, we we have to make an efficient model efficient uh, like the task or the model or whatever project we are making we have to take care of the resources we are using so basically uh, uh, i'm saying right now like uh, uh, like microsoft has open source a, a library called hummingbird so they are converting uh, they are making the model fast uh, in the real time and uh, make it automatic scalable for different uh, scales so uh, basically these things are also important when you are creating your machine learning or ai model so that uh, uh, th so that it can work uh, like without interrupting yeah wow. or without Great. any problem yeah. no that is that is interesting so i think um, you know it it's not only just um, uh, you know important to be accurate it's it's being efficient uh, and uh, yeah. more importantly um, so well well it, it, so it's important to understand yeah business problem empathetically and then bring on technology solution which uh, not only focused on uh, current business problem but you know they should also address uh, future business growth uh, as well which which is which ai is is inherently capable to solve for uh, so so thus i would i would like to end the discussion you know with a quote from um, uh, amit ray who is who's famous ai scientist and author of uh, you know book called compassionate artificial intelligence and he said as more and more artificial intelligence is entering into the world more and more emotional intelligence must enter into leadership as well uh, so well on on that note uh, i would like to thank our guests for today shubham uh, pranjot uh, thanks for uh, joining this session of nol bites and uh, giving your time thank you thanks a lot natul thank you it was thank nice uh, having this discussion yeah and to all yeah. the audience uh, please please stay tuned in for uh, such nuggets of nol bites until then take care and uh, stay safe yeah like this at all